Yankees on the Prime, we're back to recap a memorable FA Cup final, talk about the failed Newcastle takeover, and of course, keep you up to date with the craziness of the transfer market. Today on the show, we have the same cast as always, it's uh, Jonathan, a Chelsea fan, Shady, a Liverpool fan, and Frank, a Manchester United fan, and I'm Anderson, your host. So we're going to kick things right off with the FA Cup final, which was at Wembley between Chelsea and Arsenal, uh, a battle between Frank Lampard and Mikel Arteta, two very young managers, two former players who have both lifted the FA Cup. I think uh, obviously the first person I want to hear from is Jonathan. Jonathan, well, for our listeners, Chelsea lost, <laughs> um, but a lot of a lot of what went on in that game had to sort of lots of misfortune, right? I think even Arsenal fans will agree. Uh, it, it was a strange final. I think it was a strange final. Chelsea went up first. Pulisic opened the scoring for our, uh, for Chelsea. And then Arsenal came back with a penalty from Aubameyang. And then, you know, just a beautiful goal. The second goal, he sent uh, Zuma on, on ice skating. It was, it was beautiful from Aubameyang. He's one of the best strikers in Europe, surely. And Arsenal will have to be doing everything to keep him. So, Jonathan, uh, what did you make of that performance? And what does this mean for Chelsea going forward? Uh... You know, at first I was very angry, but then the more I look at it, we, you know, Arsenal needed the trophy more than us, definitely. Just like <laughs> recap their season. Um, who the hell left? Will that you? Go, go, go off, oh. King. Try, try, try to hide your feelings. <laughs> uh, listen, uh, Jonathan, what were you angry about, though? The performance? Um, listen, I don't, I don't like blaming referees. I thought the referee had a bad game. Not. I'm not saying Chelsea lost solely because of the ref, but I felt one. Let's go with that penalty. Knowing Aspeliqueta and and how he defends, I felt like that penalty was extremely soft. I don't think I've ever seen Aspeliqueta give such a cheap penalty away. Shut up, Shady. Um, but whatever, penalty the penalty. Well, wait, actually, it was it a penalty? Was it a no, foul no. or not a foul? Wait, wait, wait. hold up. Guys. Honestly, first of all, Ant- Anthony Taylor. Uh, Anthony Taylor. It looks like is was the first. In, uh, was the first referee to to be the referee for two FA Cup finals in about a hundred years because a referee only gets one FA Cup final in their career. So uh, maybe just speak but because of the pandemic, he was uh, the referee again for a second time in Yo. his career, which was like I guess bad luck for Chelsea. And you say that penalty is it was a soft one, right? That's what you're saying. You don't. I I think it was soft. Like it, it, well, the, okay. the way they both went at each other, I I felt that it was. Well, there was soft. An, there was both. An, there was an arm from Aspiliqueta out. Yo, Abameyang's in there, front of Aspiliqueta. There's a difference between having an arm out and actually pushing down, man. Jonathan, I don't know what you're trying to argue. Shady, right you are the biggest <laughs> flop I have ever played with in my life. I do not want to hear why, from you. Like, seriously. Why, why are you yo, yo, I, I touch you on the field, and you want to fight me. Literally fight me. So, I don't so, get so it. So let me get this straight. Wait, wait. So, Jonathan, you say it's not a penalty. Shady, you say it's a penalty. No, no I mean, I'm not, it's I'm not saying it's not a penalty. I'm saying it, it's too soft. Like, I, I don't even know. I, I, at this point, Jonathan, I, I really don't Jonathan, know. Jonathan, at this level, don't you think you have to give that penalty? It's a final you can't let something like that slide. He, he, okay, but he so, got goals, so he got goal side it, of Aspilicueta. In that the sense, had in no that choice. sense, no, no, hold on. In that sense, the second yellow for Kovacic, it's a final. Are you really going to give a second but, yellow no, for no, no. a 50 50 toe You're poke? absolutely right. That's, that's okay. I agree point. with that. That's I agree with that. And but that's him. 100% a penalty. And if no, if it happened to if it happened the other way around where Chelsea got the penalty, you would not be having this conversation right now. No, no, no. You see, the whole point is obviously, if you get the penalty, take it. I, if I was an Arsenal fan, I'll welcome it 100% of the time, obviously. But being it's the reciprocate, 
obviously I, I I'm not a fan of it, right, but you're, whatever. You're like, it, 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 of what you yes. felt was a poor call, Frank. It is it is what it is. Frank, your thoughts on the on that call by Anthony Taylor? I think it was a good call. I mean, it it goes to show coming from the penalty Obama. masters. I mean, so they, 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 have, they have experience. They have experience. <laughs> no, no, guys, 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 let them talk. Let them talk. All right. I mean, I, I feel like we could all agree on that. And if you're a defender that's stupid enough to use your arms in VAR, especially mm-hmm. now, then I mean. No. Well, I, I'm going to disagree with that point, Frank. I think I think a lot of defenders use their arms all the time. Yeah. I, the problem is he had to let go of Aubameyang by the time he got in the box so the ref can give the foul outside. Right. That's exactly yeah. what I'm yeah. saying. That, that mm-hmm. would have been brilliant. That would have been brilliant. That would have been like a tactical foul because he was goal side of Espirito but Espirito was holding him well inside in, in the box, and uh, Barth gave it a look. But it doesn't matter. He didn't give the ref much of a choice. You kind of have to give that. Not, All right. So let, let's just say we agree it's a penalty. Fine. I, I, I see your points of view. But then my my whole issue with the whole refereeing thing is he was not persistent on his calls. For example, like I said, the the second yellow for Kovacic, and then uh, who was it? Uh, Pepe on the foul on Pedro just outside the box that was not given. Yeah, that was a strange one, wasn't it? That, that was strange. Do you, do you guys know so, what we're talking so, about, Shady? Infrared? Yeah, yeah. No, that, so, that was a foul. He should give that one. So like, you're really not gonna call that a foul, but you give a 50-50 toe poke a second yellow. Like, I understand it was in the later half of the second half, but still, it. I think it was what last 15 minutes or so. So then. Like, so then. Wait. So wait. So I think the first yellow was not supposed to be a yellow. The second really? one Col- was Col- a yellow. No, no. Col- 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 tackle? Or, or do I have, or do have it all the way around? The first, you have the, the other second way around. Yellow. Second, okay, yellow, okay. second yellow was almost minimal contact. Like, okay, okay. not even a scrape. But the first okay. one, uh, uh, yeah, Kovacic was, yeah. was clumsy. He pushed the ball a little bit too forward and tried to dribble with it. And he okay, gave it okay. away in shock. And he went in with Shaka. Okay. Yeah, no, it was definitely a, a yellow for that first one. The second one um, what, what, was... was just that to- I, I, the toe poke. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, it was a sh- shocking decision by the referee, so for like, sure. I, I'm not going to say Chelsea would have won the match with 11 men on the field, but, like, we could have at least tied the game within the last 15 minutes to go. No, th- well, that's a good point, Jonathan, you bring up, because that's the next point, which is, did, what, what cost Chelsea the match more? Was it the referee or was it the injuries? Because they finished the match with nine men on the field. We did. I, um, no, go ahead, Shady. Can I, can I say something real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I don't think... Uh, Chelsea had confidence in themselves to win the game, especially after Pulisic went down. Uh, the past couple weeks have become very dependent on him, and I think when he left his field and he was crying, it kind of like, do you guys remember when uh, Mo Salah got injured in the Champions League final against Real Madrid, and it was like, yes, all right, Ramos. you know, yeah, I'm like, all right, you know, he's crying, you know, we are a good team, and but he's our best player, and we needed him, to, and now it's kind of like, all right, when are we going to lose? And I kind of felt Chelsea had the same feeling about that. Uh, after that, there wasn't really any chances they created and I didn't really feel like they were going to score. Arsenal were just in controlling Boston the game, and Lampard didn't really make any tactical adjustments to to impact the game in a positive way. I think uh, Arteta sh- did. Shady, what kind of tactical adjustments could Frank Lampard have possibly done when his captain is injured, his uh, best, his most creative player is injured, and one of his most experienced and arguably second most creative player, William, was also injured. He had N'Golo Kante on the bench. He wasn't fit for 90 minutes to play. Uh, it kind of felt like Chelsea, did, Chelsea did lost Conte, Did N'Golo Conte play a single minutes? No. no. He, he, but, okay, then. But, but he couldn't. He wasn't, he wasn't fit for 90 minutes. And so he could, but he wasn't fit for 90, so he, but he could play 30. His hamstring would have probably popped okay, as well. But my, okay, so you can adjust your tactics to play a little more defensive. Don't leave the game so open. Aubameyang got him behind multiple times. You know, you don't need to attack Arsenal. Let them attack you and figure something out. 
if you're missing all your best players. You don't so, need to, You can't have the same tactics from game in from game to game. You have to I, adjust I, to I that point. I don't think he had the same tactics. He was pressing high. And Arsenal, Arsenal are you, Arsenal okay, were hitting but, on the counter-attack. Okay, but don't press high. If you have all those issues, play deeper. Adjust, help your center backs. Help, help your left back. Help your right back. In hindsight, I think he got it a bit wrong. But I guess what I'm trying to ask is, did did Chelsea lose this game before it started with the injuries? Did it did they lose the game in the first 30 minutes when Aspilicueta went off injured? Because when, when, when Pulisic went off injured, I mean, it was... The game was, it was two one, but that game was pretty much done. I he wasn't gonna. I mean, Chelsea were. If, if William had come on, not to say Pedro was brilliant, brilliant coming on. He was great, and um, I think it shows Lampard's naivety, because Pedro should have definitely gotten more minutes uh, throughout the season. I mean, he played he played just fine. I just don't understand why he didn't get more any more minutes. Uh, but it kind of felt like Chelsea had lost the game well before the ninety minutes were up. I disagree. I think it was a combination of everything that just went wrong. Like everything that went wrong, that they went wrong. Like I don't even, I don't know what else could have gone wrong that game. Like everything was just bad. And and what does this mean for both clubs moving forward? Is that Bobby Yang going to sign um, that contract? You think? Because they like I, like up. I said, uh, I honestly think Arsenal needed a bit more just to like please their fans in a sense, calm it, calm things down at the Emirates. Uh, for Chelsea, it would have been, you know, icing on the cake. You know, we, we got top four. We're back in Champions League. Uh, you know, finishing the season with a trophy would have just been, you know, like uh, a little bonus. Right, I agree. And, and Shady, or Frank, Frank, you've been awfully quiet. Both of you, Shady and Frank, your thoughts on the game? I know this has nothing to do with either of your clubs, but uh, what, what, are the, what, are, what are the consequences of this result? Besides Arsenal making it to Europa League, of course. What will this mean for both clubs moving forward? Well, just to say, I thought um, both teams played well, and I think Chelsea took a big disadvantage as soon as uh, Pulisic came off. I hope, you know, with all that they're strengthening in the summer, that they'll be able to provide a little more firepower and perhaps a little more creativity in the midfield with, uh, you know, the exit of Willian that might be happening. But, uh, I mean, it's it's you can't really, like, discredit both managers. I mean... Granted, Arteta won. He should be uh, praised a little more. Hopefully, he gets some backing from the board because of this. But um, you can't say Lampard didn't do well or that he's, you know, a shit manager like, you know, everybody says on Twitter and all this bullshit. Um, he did a great job bringing Chelsea up to fourth, which wasn't even expected of them. And an FA Cup trophy is no small feat. So Shady for him so. to even get to the final. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... He finished in fourth. He finished top four, and he got it. He made it to the FA Cup final. It's been a successful season. I mean, who? I mean, who? I mean, who did he really beat out though? It don't matter though. Uh, Just well, the look of the draw at some point. Okay. They beat Liverpool. They beat Leicester. No, who? Who? No, they didn't. First of all, they didn't beat Liverpool. Okay. In the league. Oh, that was Cardinal. No, I'm talking about FA Cup. Was that FA Cup? Yeah. Okay. What I'm saying is, he, you guys saying he finished fourth, right? But who else is there to take fourth place anyway? I mean, it doesn't matter. That's still you still have to finish fourth to finish fourth. Yeah, someone's gonna. No, finish I agree fourth with that, but I feel like I feel like he's getting a lot of credit for like you know other teams' poor seasons. I mean, no. I wouldn't say credit for that. I mean, he did well in what he had to do. That's, uh, uh, Shady, he, he, he accomplished he, more than he had to. I don't, look, I, look, I don't hate Lampard. I just think he's slightly overrated because he's English. Oh, um, of course, of course. I think you're talking about English players. No, 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 no. I I do think English managers and English players tend to get way overrated when they play in their own domestic league. 
But I, I do want to say, however, that... They don't know, play anywhere else. <laughs> it, it looks like even Roman Abramovich was content, was accepting that Chelsea might not fin- would probably not finish top four. So, Frank Lampard... No, I agree. Now I, no, I, goal, I, I, exceeded, I agree. He exceeded I agree. expectations. With I agree. If Spurs, if Spurs had maintained a season like they should have... Right. Um, Nobody expected the season from Spurs. Nobody expected you know, Mauricio Pochettino to get sacked after he took him to the Champions League final. If Arsenal had kicked on from if, if Arsenal had kicked on from last year, then Chelsea shouldn't have been in the fourth spot. But they had two really bad seasons, and Chelsea just did better than. And I'm, I do give Lampard a lot of credit just because he had a transfer ban and wasn't able to bring the players he wanted to bring in. Uh, obviously, he brought in Pulisic uh, before, uh, last winter, and he got him this. Um, it wasn't even him though. Uh, this this past. That was the board. It wasn't Maurizio Sarri either. But it, yeah, it, no. But they they yeah. got they got him in. They got him in. No, it, um, it, which it, which it made a huge impact on the season. Yeah, it happened to probably save his not not save his job, but it uh, Pulisic was definitely a massive factor in getting into top four. Just because if you guys remember, uh, it, it kind of felt like he wanted to play everyone but Pulisic at one point, and he was saying like Pulisic no, has he, to. Pulisic he admitted he he was easing easing his way into the Premier League. You can't just throw him in there. Yeah, but that, that Klopp I, method I, I with, feel uh, like well, I, I'm I'm particularly happy that yeah, Lucic has established himself as a lot better than Callum Hudson Odoi. Oh, I don't definitely. know. It kind of it kind no, of goes stop. to show goes to show that this is like a second time Lampard didn't want to do something that he had to do. I mean, I saw yeah, he might have eased him into the team, but he could have definitely played him a little earlier. Exactly. Uh, I don't know. You I, you guys I, forget I, I, I do Lampard think, is do. actually uh sorry, but Lampard actually has like a really high IQ. As a human being, so okay, okay, Albert Einstein. The way you think and the way he thinks is completely different. I think Lampard just had, yeah, but he's yeah, a, but he he's got a it young, wrong about him. He's a young manager. He got yeah, so, he got it wrong wait. on Giroud. He got it wrong on Christian so, Pulisic. So let me ask you a question: If you're saying he's trying to ease young players in, why did Tim Abraham and Mason Mount play since day one? No, no, I never said young players. I said Pulisic coming in from a different league. Why? Okay, did Tim Abraham play the Premier League? Yeah, exactly. They're coming in from different leagues too. Well, they play and, in championship, which is just and, as competitive. And, and, and. Are you kidding me? Oh my god! Yo, bro, one, one one week you guys suck the championship, and now you don't. No, the championship. No, is, I'm saying it's, it's competitive it's, for what it is. Yeah, championship. Is it's an, not like the cha- Premier League. Cha- championship is an amazing league, but there's no Liverpool in the championship, Jonathan. There's no. Okay. All right. When, no, when I say eating him, you realize that this is. When, when was Pulisic? When was Pulisic a, a starter? Starter for the team. Probably like January. That's too late. He has to play end of October, early November. Uh, I just want to say also that Pulisic, you know, he, he played in Borussia Dortmund under Jurgen Klopp. He's worked with better managers, yeah, but he and, he's been, and he had been surrounded by better players. Mason Mount's coming off of Derby County. Uh, uh, Tammy Abraham is coming really out of think, Aston Villa, and he's their like their top. He was their top scorer. Really James is coming from Wigan. Uh, for him to even get on the like get onto the starter was the fact that he isn't. That he wasn't English, that he's American. Of course, there, ha- there was a, most definitely uh, an agenda. I think you guys are reading too much into it. No, there was more. And, and Sky Sports and all these commentators will deny it as much as they possibly want. There was definitely an agenda against him. I mean, if you, he, he, he had to work his ass off to get to start in front of Callum Hudson-Odoi. Even, at, even despite Callum Hudson-Odoi being injured, uh, being super poor in form-wise... Yeah, it's a worst. We should have sold him to Bayern. Yeah, 40. Yeah, guys, you guys, you guys are forgetting. He's coming off a torn Achilles that he tore last, literally last winter. Oh, no, so. Shady. He, he held the club ransom for money. He's yeah. a good player, though. Yeah, he, held the, he held the club ransom. So take him. 
I right, wish. Shady. Shady, so would you say the same thing if he performs like shit next season? No, I mean, next season he should be better. And I, I think under a full season under his belt, you know, a full season, some, somewhat of a preseason, he should be a lot better. I mean, look, there's a lot of things we have to look into next year, okay? Frank Lampard will have a full season where he has the signings that he wants to have, okay? Where he has his imprint on the team. Now, and now where... Shady, I'm going to have to stop you right there. I'm not, we don't know if Lampard will have the signings he wants to have. Can you please stop? Are no, we going to do this for three years? No, like, no, no, no. But he didn't get his center back. But he didn't get his left board, back. Unless, Kai, decides unless, club unless Kai Havertz can play center back and make a mean <laughs> tackle. So wait, so we're, we're going to give him excuses until he gets a center back? So what, what if he don't get a center back for five years? Then we're shit. Sh- All right, then. So, so, we, so we have to judge him <laughs> based Sh- on next Shady, year. I'm not, I'm not exactly attacking Lampard as much as I am, or defending Lampard as much as I am attacking the board. You need to understand where you need to strengthen. And going forward, we weren't even poor that season, and we had Olivier Giroud in our ranks. Okay, we had so, really, I'll ask you, so I'll ask you right so now. I, I I'll think ask you right now. we can leave so that next team year, what do you expect? Top, well, four, top, top four, top four, top four, four, finish, four. Top four finish. Yeah, but I would expect a top four if we uh, uh, get defensive uh, reinforcements. Uh, yeah, if, if we don't get at least one one really solid center no, back. You I'm, don't think you're going to get top four even without that? I definitely think you will. No, no. That, Everybody's going to improve for next season. Well, I, think you, I, think, no, I think you will too. I, 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 think, I think you will too. I, I think we're going to get top four. I think we're going to get top four even with just Werner and Ziyech. Um, but I, Chelsea needs so, a So back. my question is, 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 so is that seen as a failure for Chelsea now? In what sense? In that you didn't improve from the year before, and Lampard had a full year to improve. Yes, that's a failure. That's a big failure. Okay, so does he get fired or does he stay on, or is he overrated or underrated? I think he stays on as long as he keeps making the point that he needs defensive reinforcements. I think they can't sack him for that. Bro, you can't you can't say that for three years in a row. Like you need well, to make they, a move they, then. Jose they prom- did. They promised jo- him two Jose years Mourinho before, and, 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 they, and he got fired three times. I, no, no, Jose Mourinho <laughs> did, and then they decided to give him the player he wanted, Harry Maguire, after after he left. That's that's silly from that. It was silly from uh, Manchester United. You give him the player he's been he'd been begging for, and you. Yo, know, I'm glad he didn't Harry Maguire because we'd be shitting on him for that right now. You, you know, you know, uh, a lot of managers. It's Jose Mourinho and somebody else. I, oh, it's Louis Van Hall, I think it was. Da- and David Moyes. All three of them. All three of Manchester United's predecessors, actually, were talking about how they all wanted to be in Ola's position. Ola's got all the time in the world to get his shit together, and he probably won't. Yeah, I agree with that. I think Lampard's also on the same boat. Possibly. Possibly. He's, he's a young man. I mean, because you guys have, he has fans like you guys. No, no, no. Giving no. him ex- I, no, 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 look. I think he's... I don't, I don't like his treatment of older players. I don't like his obsession with the with the young English youth. I, I love Reese James, but he was poor against Bayern. He should not be playing that game. That the bro, all of Chelsea was poor against Bayern. Not yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why you single out. I don't think we should single out one player because Alfonso Davies uh, and uh, and Andreas Christensen were terrible. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Reese James and Andreas Christensen were terrible against Alfonso Davies. It was so bad. I, but, but, but you're emphasizing one of the best players, one of the best young players in the world right now. Yeah. And Chelsea had a high line against one of the fastest players in all of football. I know, With a need, slow defensive line. Who's the quickest player there? Need and Christensen your, yeah. needs to move on from Chelsea because he is not it. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, good. I agree. No, okay, yeah. guys, guys, but I think we're getting a little bit off topic here. We were talking yeah. to start with the FA Cup final. Any, we didn't talk about Arsenal at all, though. I know. Any, all right, so do you want to talk about Arsenal now? Uh, Obama, uh, I keep saying, is he signing this contract? If he doesn't, what's the I think, I think he Arsenal? will. I think he will. Yeah, I don't see who's going to buy him. It now, also looks like Danny Ceballos is going to be on loan again from Real Madrid. He's for a good player. Year. 
Yeah, they should player. keep him indefinitely at Real Madrid's wanting to sell. And what about Mesut Ozil? I think he has to go. I think he's done. Oh, uh, I, I read something he recently that he... Leave. No, I read something that he wants to either go to Turkey or come to America. The problem is his wages are too expensive. I think he makes 400k a week. I think it was like 350, but yeah, so it's well, still I mean, ridiculous, still, ridiculous still amount. But, I mean, if he comes to America, you know how the MLS works on that DP status, they'll pay him six million a year. If he's not happy with that, then he should just go to Turkey. Well, I don't know. I think... I, what was that? Half of his wages financed by Arsenal, just like they did with Wayne Rooney. Yeah. I think Arsenal are in, in a tough spot right now because they had the same issue with Alexis Sanchez before he left, and they couldn't offload him, and they ended up you know, losing a lot of money on him. Also, you're pretty much going to get nothing from him at this point. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember the last high. time I seen him play. He played early in the season, and he played well, but, you know, it's still like the work ethic. And so it's the same thing with Ganduzi, too. Ganduzi's a good player. He just doesn't want to practice or doesn't want to, you know, do well. Um, I think Arteta has to, make, has to make those two decisions this summer. Uh, he definitely has to bring in... I think they're trying to get Partey right now, but, they're, you know, they're trying to lowball Atletico, which isn't going to work. Yeah. Um, isn't he only, need, what, 45? I think they want to pay 20 or 25, yeah, that's, something, that's, that's, that's something crazy. Um, so, but Shady, while you bring that up, uh, and I don't want to deviate from our main topic, which is that they come on Arsenal, but I do want to say, what does Party bring that Lucas Torreira doesn't? I'm not, I'm not entirely sure why he's, why they're pursuing him. I mean, yeah, I like Lucas Torreira actually. I think, I like Lucas Torreira too. I just, I think they can play together in a, in a double pivot. Um, so just help out the center backs, especially I, since I, you don't, I especially wait, mm -hmm. especially since you won't get a center back over the summer, I think you can help them out by having two holding midfielders and letting Pepe, Aubameyang, and Lacazette figure it out at the top. Uh, with that's Shady, but with a, with I a lot of no, money on, Shady. Shady, but with a lot of money on the line, that's a huge gamble for something that may potentially not pay off. I think Party, regardless, is going to be a good player. Yeah, it looks like one of your best options if you can't even buy defensive reinforcements at that point. Exactly. And I, I was thinking, sitting, of, I was thinking the same with, uh, with Shady. Um, with Shady, with Chelsea. You know, go, go with a pivot. Right. Well, okay. that's what they tried to do with Bakayoko and Conte, and Bakayoko didn't work out. Yeah, um, yeah you, just gotta, uh, you just gotta wait until you find good, a good center back, and then throw all your money at that, because you're gonna give up goals regardless, so might as well try to limit it. So if you're Aubameyang and you're hearing this conversation that we're having, you're not getting defensive reinforcements and going forward, you're okay. Uh, do you still sign that contract? <laughs> I mean, obviously I'm not happy, but... <laughs> you get paid 400 grand a week, maybe. Exactly, I mean, you're, playing, yeah. you're still playing in Europe next year. It's your uh, role. He's like a Champions League player. Who's gonna buy him right now? I mean, the only option that I see for him is probably like one of the Milan teams, like AC Milan. They need a striker. Right. Um, oh, Milan has been. They, but Milan won't pay the money for the for yeah. being. They so. won't pay his wages, so that's the problem. Exactly. Milan are really, really cheap for that. Comes to All that right, kind so, of stuff. So let's see. So let's let's, let's say. He, he won't sign, but again, who's able to buy him and who's able to support his wages? I don't see anybody right now. Supposedly, he was ready for a shock move to Chelsea back in January. I never heard anything about that. I just read that earlier today. No, that sounds like BS. But, that's uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I figured. But there you go. Like Nobody's in for him. How old is he now? 31? He's 31. 31. The, he, as a striker, he probably passed his prime already. Still good, but... Yeah, well, Sergio, gonna, Sergio Aguero still could. I mean, Sergio Aguero is on a different level, to be honest. Sergio Aguero is probably the best striker the Premier League has ever yeah, seen. But then, but then you also oh. see like injuries catch up to these players. So, Aubameyang is probably like maybe a year or two away from that, especially with all the running he does. Okay, yeah. guys. So, any, I wanna uh, give you guys an opportunity. Any closing thoughts on the FA Cup final? 
last word, anything you want to say before we move on? Um, so I think it was solid for Arsenal. I think it's a good stepping stone, especially in your first season with Arteta, uh, or half season, getting a trophy. And it gives you a chance to attract some players uh, to your team that are like mid-level, mid, mid to high-level kind of players to possibly improve you. And I think they have a good shot uh, with Chelsea next year at running for top four. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, obviously, you need like one or two signings to at least help solidify midfield. Up top, they're well. Uh, and then if you can get some defensive reinforcements, you should be fine. But I like Tierney. I like Bellerin. They need two center backs. Uh, honestly, um, Rob Holding isn't as bad as I thought he was. If you can put someone beside him who can kind of help him out and have the double pivot in midfield, they, they should be okay next year. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm on the same page as Shady, to be honest. And Frank, any closing thoughts? Anything you want to add? Uh, I just think it's good for... Uh... I'm sorry. I think it's good for both managers, but, uh, you know, better part in Arteta. Hopefully he can get back into the board with this cup final. Um, mm -hmm. Let's just hope that they could actually improve because Arsenal's been pretty uh, in the lower of the uh, bottom four, bottom six for some time now. Mm -hmm. So maybe they could get back into Champions League. Yeah, like I said, I like watching a competitive league. I want to see everybody at the top of their game. Well, Jonathan, speaking of a competitive league... Is might have been what we would have gotten. We might have had a big seven if Newcastle's takeover had happened, but that has fallen apart. I think it's been uh, about seven months of negotiation. It yeah, was, it's been uh, a super long time. Yeah, uh, it was uh, Saudi Arabia's public investment fund looking to purchase Newcastle, and uh, we're talking about people who I think have ten times the amount of worth that Rome, Chelsea's Roman Abramovich have. So Newcastle would have easily been one uh, richer than Manchester City. Yeah, richest and, club and in, in the world, I think, at this point. Right, and uh, that's off now. I'm sure that broke Newcastle's hearts, Newcastle fans' hearts, as they were dreaming of signing Kylian Mbappe and <laughs> and Harry Kane and so, sign Harry Maguire for fun, pay pay ninety million, <laughs> pay it to Manchester United back, bench him, you know, uh, just make every mistake Chelsea's ever done in the transfer market. Fernando Torres for fifty million, Alvaro Morata for was at sixty five. But uh, yeah, that, that, that's off. So right now, the owner for Newcastle World, still Mike Ashley. The manager still Steve Bruce. And remember, Rafa Benitez left Newcastle after getting them promoted. And, and they looked the proper side under Rafa Benitez. But he went to China. He had some uh, issues with Mike Ashley on the board. Who so, doesn't have issues with Mike Ashley? Right. So if you're a Newcastle fan, what does this mean for you? for you like and what does this mean for the league has the league also taken a blow by not having newcastle be restored to its former glory what what are the implications of this uh correct me if i'm wrong like i was trying to like do some research on it so apparently there was a lot of uh issues with what was the what's the group's name the pcp capital partners or uh uh public investment fund sorry pif yeah so apparently they had like some illegal streaming service going on back at home and you know nobody was there, there was that. i i did touch upon this briefly uh so uh basically it seemed like the purchase would have been unethical and their their interest was not and I know Frank will will definitely cut cut in on this, but their interest was not like footballing wise. It's not that they love Newcastle. Uh, it's not that they love Newcastle and they want to see it, you know, compete with the bigger clubs. It, it was, you know, it's just some um, it looked like a money scheme and and some yeah. It might have been tied to some illegal streaming services, but also to some more shady shit back in Saudi yeah, Arabia. Yeah, I mean, I know they're that like the Saudi Arabia. They're trying to have like a sports project by 2030. Like they want most of their money com to come from sports instead of like their oil. 
it's what I'm reading, but uh, because of that, like, illegal streaming services, I, I feel like maybe Sky Sports and all these televising programs might have gotten behind in some way because, you know, they invest all this money for their streaming services, and if there's an illegal streaming service out there, right. they're, they're losing, you know, yeah. and I don't think they wanted that going on at all. Yeah. Frank, what do you make of Newcastle's takeover? Do you care at all? Or do you I feel like this? I honestly don't care at all. Mostly because we've heard of Newcastle taking over for like different owners for multiple times now, and it just hasn't happened. I think this was the closest to happening. I think the biggest issue was um, just the delays and everything. Uh, as of, I want to say two Mondays ago, it was delayed due to the fact that they couldn't figure out who would be running the club. Like They couldn't find out who the chairman of the club would be. So that was the biggest issue. That's why I got delayed a second time. It got delayed a first time in connection to those um, the allegations that you bring up, Jonathan, about the illegal streaming services pumped by Saudi Arabia, basically streaming the Premier League illegally. And it's causing a lot of uh, you know money loss. And there's no reason why the Premier League would uh, let that happen. So but I really don't care. You're saying that th this, this move was destined to fail seven months ago. Like, this... this you didn't take a genius to realize uh, this was never going to happen. I don't know about Destin. Not Destin, but once the dirt came out, you know, it, 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 it definitely made it almost impossible. Besides the fact that it doesn't make sense, I don't think... I just don't think the deal in any way... Why do you say it wouldn't make club? sense? Because what, what, what does Saudi Arabia have to do with the club? Not only that, I mean, there's other owners. Don't get me wrong. There's other owners, other investors that just pump their money into the club to... Like uh, the Thailand group with um, Leicester and American owners for Manchester United, and look, I get it. I just don't think that um, that it would have been a good reason to invest into the club without some sort of not only financial backing but uh, incentives. And, and Shady, you're on the same boat as Frank, right? You said you off air. You said you didn't really care about this takeover at all. Yeah, I mean. You hear about Newcastle every like two or three years. The fans, I mean, literally, the fans. I was ever since I started watching the Premier League, it's always the fans hate Mike Ashley. Okay, yep. <laughs> it's it's a shame though because like St James Park and Newcastle have a rich history. Yes. I remember the first time they went down, uh, they had Damian Duff and the boys and Mark Viduco, and it was just like it was it was sad because you know you see the fans they're upset and. You what about see, Sunderland fans? You think they're upset? But I, really, I, really, I really do not give a fuck about Sunderland at all. Uh, <laughs> the documentary is great, though. Fuck, fuck the Stadium of Lights. Oh, my uh, God. Are you uh, <laughs> but we have listeners. Uh, Where are Sunderland, uh, by the way? They're not in the championship. Sorry, they're in, oh, sorry, in, in uh, League One, Sunderland, right? Sunderland fans. Uh, I just want to take a out. No, no, yeah, I, think, I think you're fine. We, 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 no way. We have Sunderland fans. No, 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 no. Let me, let me just. I want to take a second and say your team fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're light years away from the Premier League. <laughs> I'll never forget that that goal that Torres scored in your opening day, like 2008, when he lit you guys up. So uh, shout out I'll to you. I'll never forget when Sunderland uh, uh, broke Chelsea's unbeaten record at home at Stamford Bridge. Oh god, that was that was the worst. Out of all teams, had to be Sunderland, right? Yeah. What? Yeah, like. Look, Sunderland and Castle obviously have a. Oh, I mean, thank you, thank you guys for Jordan Henderson. I appreciate that. Uh, number. Uh, I know Sunderland and Newcastle have like have a have a big rivalry, and it sucks because like they're both you know pretty big teams. And Newcastle, Newcastle has a history, uh, rich history, and I think Mike Ashley doesn't doesn't do. He says he loves the team and this and that, and it no, hurts him does that not. they're struggling. And 
It, he exactly he doesn't care about this team, and they they should be sold. But the problem is he's always rooting the negotiations. This time I don't think it was his fault this time, but in general, like the t- they've been supposed to be taken over four to five, maybe six times in the last 10, 12 years. So he needs to figure it out. The Premier League needs to figure it out. They need to take it out of his hands because it's it's gonna be like another Leeds situation. They haven't. I mean, fortunately for them, they haven't gone down and stayed down like Leeds have. Only Leeds are coming up this year. But they've been they've gone down I think twice now right, and a team like Newcastle should not be going down or anywhere near the bottom half. They should be in the top the top seven A's. You know I they agree. had Kevin they Keegan leading for a long time. They had Joe Kinnear. They had they had you know they had not high class managers. They had good players like Charles and Sobey back in the day. Andy Carroll when Andy he was Andy Carroll when he was on fire. Yep. Exactly. Like they're they're not a bad team. They just have bad management and they they spend too much money on players that don't produce and you know. They should be better than where they are. And I feel bad for them. I really do. Because Liverpool went through the same situation, I think, in 2012, uh, before the takeover from FSG. And it was miserable. We were we had Roy Hodgson as manager, and we were I think we were 18th in the league at that time. And I'm like, am I really going to have to fucking support this team in the championship? <laughs> like, I was genuinely worried about that. And it's, it's You're like going to quit, situation. don't lie. No, I really wasn't. It was, it, look, it's a, it's a stressful situation because... Like, because you want to support your team, but it's like if I support them and I support this man and give him my money, you're not really helping the cause, and you're not going to boycott the game because you still love the team and you love the players. But no, trust me, it Chelsea hurts. went through something close to that a few years back. So it sucks. Okay, yeah, I hear you, Shady. And uh, well, actually, no, hold on, I, hold on. But then again, I, I, but also I don't give a fuck about Newcastle. So <laughs> <laughs> hold on, like Anderson, I know we spoke about it earlier briefly, and you say there's not much to the story yet but there might be a small light at the end of the tunnel. Like I mentioned before, you know, the CEO of, uh, what, what's his company? Right, Clear I'm TV, sorry. Clear TV I'm sorry, here yeah, in California. I totally forgot about oh, this. We spoke, this about, we spoke about this. Pal- Palota, the, the, the raw owner? No, no, no. The C, um, what's his name? Henry, Henry Mor- Maurice. Morris. Oh. So a uh, guy here in California, you know, CEO of Clear TV. He, so I just want to point out the Saudi group, you know, offered 300 million, which uh, Ashley agreed to. But now comes Henry Maurice, and he's offering 350 million. It, originally, what Henry, uh, what Ashley wanted. Now, there's not much going on with this story, but you know, can you possibly see that there might be a small light at the I end of the know. tunnel? I, I think you're teasing look, Newcastle fans, and I think, look, <laughs> and, and and 350 million for Newcastle is not expensive at all. That team could be easily worth over a billion dollars in. Four to five years. If it was run correctly, I agree. Exactly. If it was run correctly, that's that's the key it's point. No, I, I really don't think it's that hard to run a team correctly. I mean, I'm I don't have no experience clearly, but I really don't. I don't. I don't understand how hard it is to make good decisions. You know, like, <laughs> well, when there's money at stake, I think it gets a little bit more challenging. Yeah, but you you can get more money if you make the right ones. That's yeah, but that's how do you know they're so, the right ones? I mean. Uh, Dante, maybe maybe we can revisit this point. I mean, it would no, be amazing. I it would I be amazing wait. if you had called wait. it this early. It would no, no, yeah. I just want to see if like more of this story unfolds because like yeah, I like I, don't, I don't personally care for Newcastle as a team, but I do like their history. I do want to see them compete. You know, uh, it was just a, a few years ago. Like Shady said, they had great players and they should go back to the glory days or at least have an owner that cares at that point. Uh, no, yeah, I agree. And uh, before we move on, so we're so for our listeners, we're about to venture into the coronavirus transfer market, and 
uh, enlighten you with all these rumors, hopefully not so baseless, and, and some of the completed deals uh, from this past week. But before that, just want to mention, and we didn't talk about this enough, but I uh, just want to briefly touch on it. Uh, Fulham are coming to the Premier League again, Scott Parker's side. They beat Brentford yesterday. I forgot uh, the yes. score. I forgot the score. I think it was like 2 or 3 now. Oh, 2 1. Excuse me, 2 1. It went to extra time, 2 1. And uh, yeah, so Fulham are back in the Premier League. I know some of you might call them a yo-yo club because <laughs> they. Ch- shout out! Shout out to Craven Cottage. Word. Craven Cottage. Um, yeah, so we're gonna be seeing the likes of Mitrovic back in, back in the Premier League. Oh, and of course, their left back whose name I forgot. He, he was basically. The well, man of the he match. plays for Spurs, so. He's on loan from wait, Spurs. Shady. You don't mean wait? You mean Sessegnon? No, 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 not, not oh, right. Sessegnon. Okay. No, no, no. Sessegnon right. still oh. is, is he still a, a Fulham? He's in Tottenham. Spurs. He's in Tottenham. Spurs. No, no, no. What? They had their, their, did you guys didn't see a game, I'm guessing. Their left back caught the keeper off the line, uh, David Rea from, from Brentford. He caught the keeper off the line, took a free kick, and instead of crossing it in, it was a shot at goal. Uh, to the keeper's first post, but he was so far off his line, he caught him off, he scored. That was 1 0. Damn. And during, then, these times, during these times of coronavirus, someone's about to be unemployed. He, scored, he did a 1 2. <laughs> he, he did a 1 2 with Mitrovic. And, and scored the second. I mean, it was a stunning performance from a left back. Like, honestly, I saw that and I was like, if I've watched the championship all season long and this guy was putting in these kind of performances, I might beg Chelsea to sign him because we need a left back. We do need a left back. But, um, so, that, so, yeah, so congratulations to Fulham. We'll be seeing you in the Premier League next year. And now for transfer speculation. So, we're going to talk about, uh, all right, we're going to touch on rumors first see which one we want to talk about. So I have here Fabrizio Romano, uh, Ital- Italian journalist. He's re- he's saying Sancho to Manchester United is uh, there's a deal said to be worth about 120 million, uh, paid over a set amount of time with possible add-ons. But there's also been a development, which is that Manchester United don't want to get bullied for that price. They're saying it's impossible to pay that much <laughs> for a player, uh, given the current financial circumstances of the world's economy. And, and United somehow will still be bullied into that price. Possibly, and also Koulibaly to Manchester City, which looks which looks really unlikely because uh, Ake has Nathan Ake from Bournemouth, whose his club was relegated. He is uh, medical. He's he's gonna get, get pending, yeah. yeah yeah his medical is pending. He's getting a medical uh, at Manchester City's training ground, and it looks like that deal will be done probably in the next twenty four to forty eight hours. So Koulibaly to Man- Manchester City, I think we can dismiss, especially because Napoli value Koulibaly at around like 90 million and I mean yeah, that, yeah it just so. doesn't look like it's gonna happen we have William to Arsenal right he he this is also from Fabrizio Romano how, how old is William he's 31 31 so I think he's been around for 50 years so Yo. <laughs> this is also from Fabrizio Romano uh basically uh, shortly after the FA Cup final Chelsea had offered him yet another deal uh, I believe two-year con- two yeah, contract. It's, it's yet another two-year contract, and as we all sh- should know by now, he wants three. He won't sign. He won't take anything less than three. And uh, it looks like they increased his wages, but he really wants that three-year deal. Arsenal are willing to give it to him with the. It looks like it's the with an option to extend it for a fourth year. I'm guessing depending on performances. So that's another deal we have to look out for. I'm guessing that deal will be done within I, the next week or I, so. I just feel like. Arteta's holding the clipboard the wrong way, and he's looking at the empty spots <laughs> on the forward section and thinking his defense. So. <laughs> oh, think he wants to put Willian as right back, maybe? <laughs> like, bro, look, like, the defender, look, right? you're looking at the wrong <laughs> side of the field, my guy. <laughs> and uh, also um, we have um, a deal between Southampton and, and Tottenham. 
uh, a Danish player, Pierre Emil Hoshberg. I'm hoping I said that right. He's cool. I don't even know how to pronounce he's, that. Uh, he's a, uh, he, well, he was Southampton's captain. He was stripped of his captaincy in June after saying he wanted to leave the club. He's signed for, it looks like he's signing for Tottenham for $15 million. Personal terms are pending, but that looks like a deal that's 90% done. Uh, he's kind of like a... Now, I haven't watched Southampton too much this season, but he's kind of like this like boring midfielder. No disrespect to him. But I, can't, he's kind of- I can't wait till he scores a free kick against, against Arsenal. That's <laughs> the only highlight of his life. <laughs> <laughs> but he looks like a... I mean, maybe this is a sign that Ndombele's on his way out, right? And we all know he's... Okay, that, okay, okay, that makes no... Okay, I like Ndombele. That makes no sense what's going on with his situation in Tottenham because he's a good player. He was really good for Leon. He is. And he I is don't understand shady. why Mourinho hates him. All right, guys, guys, are you, Shrink and, and Jonathan, are you guys familiar with the Ndombele situation with Jose Mourinho? No, I don't actually. But uh, now, that, now that you mentioned he had problems with Jose Mourinho, I'm not surprised. He picks problems for everybody. Uh, no, 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 no. Actually, you guys have to see. Ndombele is amazing on the ball. He's he like, is. He's like, he's like he, he reminds me identical to... Adele Tarap from Queens Park Rangers, that player a couple years back, that, mm-hmm. that spells in Milan and, and what have you. Um, he will, he refuses, will not, will not run back for the ball, will not fight for his club, will not fight. For, he will only play with the ball at his feet. Oh, there you go, Mourinho, the defensive he, player, oh, defensive coach. Sorry. He, he is Tottenham's record signing. No, you don't. I don't think you understand, Jonathan. Like this man, ten. Picture Mesut Ozil without the ball, but ten times worse. And he's the club's <laughs> record signing. I'm 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 100% with Mourinho on this. You have to play for the you're the club's record signing. You got you got to play for your pride, for the badge, for the club. This is the Premier League. He, you don't want to run off the ball. No, he's he, welcome with open arms to Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, right, no, Shady, if he's a defensive liability, I. Jonathan, you have to see it. Honestly, I was no, so no, I agree because you do so you do play for the club. I'm, I'm not looking, your ego. I'm looking at this guy and like the ball's right in front of him and they're passing it and he's like looking, <laughs> he's like looking, he's like expecting one of his teammates to, to run 50 yards to make the challenge for him. He honestly, if I was his teammate and I kid you not, I think I'd punch him in the face. He's so lazy and like this this entitled this entitled midfielder who, who's so fancy and can only play with the ball at his feet. It's terrible. He could be Liverpool's problem. I mean, I feel bad for Tottenham. I don't understand why. I don't understand whose idea it was to sign a player with such a bad nah, nah, temperament. No, nah, he, he was good for Leon, though. I'm saying he's amazing, but... He didn't have this issue that, that's, for Leon. But that's league on. You're going to have to sweat a little bit in the uh, Premier League. You know that, right, Shady? You're going to have to sweat maybe, a little bit. No, I'm, well, I'm maybe saying he just hates Mourinho. He was he was a holding midfielder no, for Leon. No, he, he was a problem for he was a problem for Mauricio Pochettino. Just Pochettino's a little bit more uh, caring and kind than Mourinho. But uh, yeah. Yeah, Pochettino might be the next Barcelona manager. Right. Yeah. Ooh, I'm, interesting. Yeah. Um. So and right, <laughs> you know, so he's bringing Harry Kane now. <laughs> so the other part of so the other part of this Tottenham Southampton deal is Kyle Walker Peters. He's joining Southampton from Spurs for twelve million. Also, his personal terms are pending. Uh. Next, I want to talk about Sky Sports. They claim that Lampard and Chelsea Football Club are ready to offload 10 first-team players, including Emerson Palmieri, Kepa Rizabalaga, Kurt Zuma, Andreas Christensen. Uh, I think N'Golo Kante is in the mix. Uh, I guess even Rudiger. Even Rudiger and Tony, Ro- Tony Rudiger, which, uh, I mean, his form has been so up and down since the restart. It's kind of... He has nobody playing alongside him. No, nah, he's been... No, he's a good player, though. No, yeah, I'm, yeah, a, I'm, I, I'm a Rudiger fan. He yeah, just needs someone to hold no, him down. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'd love to see him to stay at the club. But that's big news. Um, unfortunately for Chelsea Football Club, 
because of the economy and the current uh, transfer market climate, nobody gives a fuck if they're trying to sell 10 first team players. <laughs> and I don't think anyone has the money to buy them. Even I mean, at if a, you offer them at a bargain, maybe. Even at a cut price, but I guess... A lot of them are shit as is. How, how much more of a bargain can you give them? <laughs> I'm not sure, Lampard... I mean, yeah, club, we're talking about Drinkwater, Bakayoko... I'm not uh, sure. Yeah. Well, who do you say Emerson yeah. doesn't play? Really? Yes. <laughs> yeah, he had, he had he had loan spells at, at Burnley and Aston Villa, but lots of problems off the field, and so. Oh, he, I mean, who, who's a, who's a, whose idea was it to buy na- to buy a guy named Danny Drinkwater? Well, like. I could see why <laughs> Chelsea wanted would to want emulate to, what they yeah, did with Leicester. I, I could see why Chelsea would want to buy Leicester's title-winning midfield duo. I, 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 I mean, Drinkwater was only looking good next to Conte. I, I never thought he was super. No, I feel for him. I, I feel for him. I'd love for him. I'd love to see him get his career back on track. Unfortunately, uh, he probably has to. He has definitely has to find a new club. now. Right. Yeah. It's it's a little too late. Um, I'm a little too old now. But yeah. So I mean, he's still a Premier League. He's got a Premier League winners medal, right? So and Gerard doesn't have one. <laughs> Sorry. Shane. I knew you were about to fucking say that. <laughs> You know, me, you, know, you, know, you know what's fucked up? Before you said that, I was going to be like, Stephen Jarrett punching air right now. But fuck you. Do not attack my captain. No, no, no. Massive respect to Stephen Jarrett. I just had to make that joke. I, I swear to God, you, you beat me to like by half a second. I'm sorry, man. But uh, yeah, so so that's, that's the situation for Chelsea. And I don't think it's Lampard trying to mold his squad into like his vision. I generally think it's just the club needs to make money back on these players. They have David Zappacosta. He's not featured for the club in an entire uh, year. He, he just came back from loan. Yeah, but yeah, just, we don't use them at all. All these players, most of these players, like 60% of the ones that want to be sold are French players, players we don't even use. Mitchie Batshuayi. Yeah, they're French players. That's my boy, though. Which, which has, take them. Take which, <laughs> which has been linked with Leeds United, by the way. I'm not, I'm not sure. After Leeds United, it looks like they failed to sign Slatan and Edison Cavani. Looks like they'll be turning their eyes to Michi Batshuayi, which is, I think, a pretty good signing. He'll be giving Patrick Bamford plenty of competition for that number nine role, uh, which could, could be an interesting Bamford deal. Patrick Bamford isn't a Premier League striker. Yeah. No, but Patrick Bamford is like, has actually good uh, He is, he is the white version of Tim Abraham. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. But, yeah, uh, anyway, so that's it'll be interesting to see just how many players Chelsea will be able to get rid of. So it looks like, and also we have Dean Henderson, who like claims he wants a starting spot and he wants to be one of the highest paid, paid goalkeepers in the league. It's, it's like, bro, can you play center back? <laughs> well, I mean, I think he might have to swap with De Gea and have De Gea at center back, maybe. So can you play right wing? Sancho looks not, Sancho not looking real right now. So, yeah, I mean, it's starting to look like, and Frank, I want your take on this, but this could potentially be disastrous for Manchester United if they don't land, if they don't land uh, Jadon Sancho. And then they've got this issue with that number one goalkeeper. They'll have to offload one because I don't think either of them are going to be happy on the bench. So Frank, oh, how, how do you see how do you see the early phases of the United's transfer markets working out so far? I really haven't heard anything about Dean Henderson wanting a move. Uh, I haven't heard that either. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm saying not a move, but a starting spot. Back yeah, I haven't heard any of that either, to be honest. Yeah, I've heard, yeah. Just rumors being speculated around. But I don't think it's also just room. I mean, it's after the performance he's put this season, and the performance that David De Gea has put in this season, I would argue know, what, what player thing. what player wouldn't go back and say, "Look, I'm ready to be number one for you guys." If Frank, Frank, who would you take? No, Frank would take De Gea. We've been through this like a million times. We've had this conversation. Oh, really? You wouldn't take De Gea over Dean Henderson? Yeah, I take Dean Henderson. 
Oh, Ooh. oh, excuse me. I guess I don't know you that well. <laughs> how how the turntables? <laughs> you mean how the tables have turned? No, how it's the turntables have. It's it's office. You fucking. It's an want. office joke. Get the hell out of oh, here! Oh god. <laughs> we need a new moderator. Yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can't mention the office. We have copyright issues. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. I'm just kidding. Guys. That's what she said. Uh, I'm sorry. That's a terrible joke. But they work. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. All right. Anyway, anyway, guys. So, so two jokes. Frank, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Frank, so you want Dean Henderson to start, but you're saying he won't. Yeah, I'm saying he won't. He definitely won't. You're not gonna bench four hundred thousand yeah. pounds a week, regardless of his form. And we have, and we we, we touched upon this on a previous episode about who would take David De Gea pay the price for him and, and take the and pay his I, wages so it doesn't like i think they can um so, so yeah, i think they can go the sorry can, can i yeah yeah, you? yeah i think they go the the what was the team that did it a bunch uh there was a team that would play uh one oh it was, it was liverpool what am i saying uh they had when they had minule and carius carius would play in the champions league and minule would play in the premier league and I think that's what Manu will probably do for a little bit. They'll probably uh, see how Dean Henderson does in the Champions League next year in some games, off, on and off with De Gea. And maybe let De Gea play all the Premier League games and then see how Dean Henderson does in the Champions League in the FA Cup and the Carling Cup or the Carabao Cup. And then the following year, I think he's on his final year of his contract where he can leave on a cup price and someone have probably more likely to buy him and then shift Dean Henderson right into the starting role if it works out next year so. Right. I think but, but will, United want for one year. will United want to get a cut price deal for the hair? No, but not only that, I mean, but they're what, not going to sell him this summer. What, so what, what if, what if United just simply can't promise Dean Henderson a starting spot? Then he has, then he he'll be like he'll go AWOL. I don't think he wants to go on alone again. I also don't think he leaves. I mean, you don't leave Man United. Like, where would he go? If he can't get a starting spot now, then I'm not sure when he's getting a starting spot. Like now but is where, the time. Okay, to but challenge. where does he go? But where does he go though? Time to Chelsea. <laughs> no, got good, good point. Good I'll point. fuck Kappa. I don't want Kappa. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Look, the, I said it so many times. The first year, I said, okay, I could see the potential Kappa could possibly have. This year, I said, oh, get, you got to get rid of this motherfucker. I, I, it, it was so upsetting watching Kappa play most of the season. I agree. Uh, but guys, I'm, I'm going to move on now to uh, the completed deals. We have. Wait, you didn't talk about Thiago's Liverpool. But Thiago, it doesn't look like it's going to... I mean, it might happen, but... It, it, I thought that was confirmed already. No, 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 no. We've been discussing this, and this has been... It recently... The rumors recently reignited, but it looks like Liverpool just... They're not willing to pay the $30 million, I think it is. Uh, really? You guys don't want to be that cheap? For, for Thiago. Uh, um, so that's why I really don't want to entertain this that much. But I mean, Shady, he's got old. To say, I mean, Shady. 29. I, I, mean, I, think, I think we're going to get him. I think I think Thiago uh, he he spoke with the with the directors at, at Bayern Munich and he wants a new challenge. I think they all agree and they, they definitely would sell him for the right price. And that price is thirty million. So unless Liverpool have some master negotiators and they can get that price down to twenty, I don't think the deal will actually happen. Uh, and I think Liverpool are just being their own biggest Wait, enemies. You also you also oh yeah, but I think we're gonna get Thiago, but you also did not touch on Coutinho to Arsenal. Oh, I did read about that. Ah, oh, continue to Arsenal. Great. Wait, do we really want to entertain this? I don't think he's. I mean, what are you about to say about Coutinho? <laughs> no, I just. Barca flop. How much are Barcelona gonna willing to sell him for? 
Do Arsenal 60? have the funds? 60. So they're it's losing 50%. Yeah. I mean, they have to. Okay. Yeah. I, thought they were, I thought it was actually going to be a loan to Arsenal. Yeah, a loan with options to buy. Coutinho to Arsenal, possibly a loan deal. Another loan deal for this man. I don't think he wants that. I don't think Coutinho will want that. But does he, does he, will he want to join Arsenal on a permanent basis if Aubameyang doesn't sign that contract? And is Aubameyang going to be impressed with a loan deal? Like, they can't permanently sign Danny Ceballos. They're not going to be able to permanently sign Felipe Coutinho. What, what, what? Get him on loan for a year, and if you get the Champions League next year, then you have everything set for the fall, you know, for 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 the next year. To not sign Obama, him. Aubameyang can, they'll sign him. If they make Champions League and he plays good, they'll sign him. Yeah. Okay, all right, so that's the last of the rumors. We're going to talk about completed deals now. I have Winger Ferran Torres. Uh, he signs, uh, he signed with Manchester City from Valencia in a deal worth about $25.3 million. He's there to replace Lero Sane, who signed for Bayern Munich earlier this month. Uh, also, Adam Lallana free on a free transfer to Brighton. He's coming from Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man, I hope I get this name right. Thomas Suchek, Susek, Suchek, right? Yeah, I think I know the first time. Su- Thomas yeah. Suchek, yeah, to West Ham. Uh, and then we also have Morgan Schneider. Then he's actually leaving Everton for Nice. And Leighton Baines has retired. Leighton Baines is a Premier League legend, by the way. So I would call him that, yes. Yeah. So. Happy retirement, Mr. Baines. Uh, I, I love seeing him <laughs> at left. I, I love seeing him at left back. Uh, you know, he's for me. He's one of the Premier League OGs. Uh, he should have went to Man United when they had a chance. Well, I mean, they got Brandon, the mighty Brandon Williams now. <laughs> 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 oh, Frank, I'm sorry, Frank. I'm sorry, Frank. I know you're getting upset. <laughs> um, and then, last but not least, we have Lovren. Lovren left Liverpool. He's joining Zenit. Oh, and actually, before... Oh, my God. Look at this. I can't believe I missed this. Before we cap off the episode, I totally forgot. And this is a real... This is a rumor with... What not, cheesy not, shit are you not, about? No, Sorry, no, no. No, not necessarily a rumor. It's <laughs> kind of been coming. confirmed. No, no. Uh, Ivanovic to Everton. He kind of confirmed it himself. There's a deal oh, on the table. Yeah. He's a free agent. I just remembered because Lovren is joining Zenit, and he's leaving Zenit. So it looks like he'll be joining Everton on a free transfer. Carlo was a big fan. Carlo was a big fan of him back in the day when he played for Chelsea. Of course, yes. but but, I, but Ivanovic yeah, but during even... his last during his like his last two seasons was really poor. He's thirty six now. I'm not 36 sure. Thirty six now. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think and Chelsea will want to bring him for the for the dressing room and for the cup matches mm-hmm. because I mean, he's yeah, not. He's he... not a, he can't be playing in the Premier League. He can, he can only play center back now. They, there's no way he'll play right back ever again. So he so he ha, he has. Uh, he's so good in the air. I mean, he's yeah, definitely aerial the, the, Europa, the Europa League uh, yeah. winning goal. Oh, yeah, he's I mean, his first two goals for Chelsea. His first two goals for Chelsea ever were against Liverpool in the Champions League quarterfinal, I think. Oh, I don't when know. we lost uh, 3-1 at home. Yeah, I mean, he, so, so, and this is a free transfer. Probably a good signing for Everton Football Club. But uh, other than that, we'll just have to wait and see. Okay, guys, do you guys have any closing thoughts? Anything you want to say before I end the episode? If William goes to Arsenal, good riddance. Wow, really? Jonathan, Jonathan, you're an asshole. Jonathan, you're an you're an asshole. You're an a- William is probably our player of the season, and I guess I'm very loyal to Chelsea I, I, for he, a long time. Absolutely loyal to Chelsea. He wanted to retire at this fucking club, and we couldn't give him a fucking three year deal. Jonathan, you're first an of asshole. All, first of you're all, an asshole. Chelsea does not give anybody above thirty more. Than he, one deserves year. <laughs> he deserves no, no. it. He deserves it. With I the will, performances they didn't he's even putting. Give John Terry. I mean, they didn't even give it John Terry. I know, the club has exactly. to change. The club has to change. The club has to change. So, look, don't get me wrong. William no, but, but has... saying good riddance, though, is a little... That, yeah, you're an asshole for that. Asshole. Relax, relax. Obviously, I'm over-exaggerating. 
I give William a lot of credit for what he's done for Chelsea, but then again, I feel like he could have provided more in like the goal ratio you're and you're stuff like that. You're a monster. You're actually a monster. Sure. Monster. Sorry, I have high expectations. You're actually a monster. When, when Aiden Hazard left, he said half the games were decided by Aiden Hazard and the other half were decided by me. And everyone laughed at him. And I'll bring up that performance against Barcelona where William was phenomenal. Where was Aiden Hazard that game? Aiden Hazard was Locked too down. weak, shy. Too shy. He was too scared to even take off. He can. William didn't give a fuck. He didn't respect Barcelona at all. He was our best player. Ten out of what ten. What game is this? Okay. In the Champions League with Antonio Conte. When Ramirez scored? No, no, no. In, in no, Champions no. League with Antonio Conte, like two or three years ago. So you guys beat them? He, he, oh my god. No. No, we didn't beat them. But William was <laughs> oh. just. No, no. William. William. Say, I don't know why he's going on a rant then. No, oh my god. Shady, I can send you highlights afterwards. William. No, just, no, no, no. William just destroyed Jordi Alba. Uh, I think I'm not sure who Sergio Roberto, but he just absolutely. He, you, Listen, you, you I don't care. I don't care how good you play if you don't win the matches for nothing. He left. He he's the only reason. He's the only player on that pitch that could leave with his head held high. Still lost, and it's not an uh, yeah, well, individual sport. Yeah, well, you're gonna have you're gonna have to blame the other ten players because it definitely wasn't his <laughs> fault. <laughs> definitely wasn't his fault. He got on the score sheet. No, you see, I don't blame I don't blame individual. I blame the team. But I'm not gonna give. I'm not gonna praise individuals as well. All right, bro. Jack, you gotta Jack. stop because William's a Chelsea yeah. legend. Yeah, he's a Chelsea legend. Thank you, Shady. Chelsea. I, Chelsea I legend. I Chelsea, don't think he's a legend. Nah, he's a, yo, you're an app. Yo, what right. makes him a legend? Yo, this is the guy that swore by Patrick Bamford. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I said he. I said he. He has a good scoring ratio for his team. That's all I said. Whatever. I think we're gonna have chalk. Uh, we have to end the podcast. Uh, okay. Thank you guys. No, no, yeah. Uh, Anderson, any closing thoughts? <laughs> yeah, Shady. Fuck you guys. I'd, I'd like, first of all, uh, Jonathan, I think I'm going to have to ban you from this podcast. I think what you just said was incredibly disrespectful. No, I'm just saying I don't think he's a legend. Good riddance. Okay, Jonathan's now been muted for our listeners. So, good. <laughs> so I usually do it to Shady. Now it's Jonathan. Um, what up, so, boy? So, so we'll be back uh, to recap a couple of fixtures from Europa League and Champions League, of course, which is returning later on this week. Uh, and of course, like I always say, we're on Instagram and Twitter now. That's Yankees on the Prime. We're also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google Podcasts. Yankees on the Prime. Give us a listen. Shoot us a DM. Give us anything. We want to hear back from our listeners. We hope you enjoyed the segment and we'll be back next week. Thank you and take care.